0: Welcome. It's so good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken some time out of your day, out of your week, to, to join us to dig into God's Word and hopefully be uplifted and encouraged by, uh, by doing just that. And again, I'm, I'm so glad that you've taken some time out to join us today uh, to do that. You know, there's an often overlooked passage or story in Mark chapter 5, in the Gospel of Mark and in chapter 5, that really is a, a beautiful picture of faith and grace. And perhaps there's several reasons why it's overlooked. I mean, you know, Maybe for one, the woman in the story is unnamed. We, we don't know her name. We just know a little bit of her story. And really, even then, it's just a, a picture, of it, just a little snapshot of her story. Uh, and then two, I think the second reason is it's kind of sandwiched in between what is a bigger story or a, a longer story, more detailed story, of another great story about Jairus and his sick daughter whom he wants Jesus to heal. And so it's kind of right in the middle of this. Uh, it actually, Jesus is on his way to heal this uh, young girl when this story of this woman happens in the midst of it. And so it's, it's kind of a, again, as I said, an overlooked story, but it is a wonderful story nonetheless. You can read about it in Mark chapter 5. Uh, the story itself is in verses 25 through 34. But basically, Jesus is on his way to to help this man named Jairus um, who comes asking to heal his his, uh, young daughter. And as Jesus is making his way through the crowds, there's this woman who's been burdened with a physical condition that had made her, we'll say, ritually unclean uh, by Jewish standards and had seemingly exhausted her financial resources and so isolated from human contact for what probably was many years. This woman braved social disgrace and religious reprimand to enter into this surging crowd of devoted Jews following Jesus, surrounding Jesus, just so she can maybe touch the hem of his garment and maybe be healed. Well, even though the large crowd following Jesus was pressing in on him, when she touched his cloak, instantly Jesus sensed that power had gone out from him. And just as the woman expected that could happen, she got what she expected. She was instantly healed and Jesus stopped the, the this big crowd that was accompanying him and, and he looks around and he asked who touched him. And despite having a condition that nearly every woman would be reluctant to talk about in front of a crowd, this woman humbly and fearfully came forward. She fell at Jesus' feet and she told the Lord what had happened. And Jesus ends this story with her, this interaction with her, with these beautiful words to her in verse 34. Daughter, he says, your faith, has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. It really is a beautiful story. And yet it's also, when you read the story, it's a little bit strange in some ways, because while we're certainly thankful that this woman received her miracle, that Jesus healed her, it's also at least a little curious on the surface that Jesus would publicly call her out in front of the crowd why wouldn't he just let her go on with her healing maybe quietly call her off to the side why would he make this kind of seemingly big deal out of and I think for most of us in our uh, Western culture our individualism and and kind of how we see the 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 rights of the individual over maybe understanding the greater picture maybe causes us to at least a little bit misunderstand Jesus's simple words of blessing to this woman and therefore to I think miss the great grace and not in any way humiliation that Jesus brings to her and through her this woman that we see of great faith as well as what i think often happens too we miss the major part of this woman's healing not just the physical part but even more than that what Jesus brings to her in in healing her 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 spirit and her world so to speak you know for many of us the physical miracle uh, as I alluded to, is the, what what the most important part of the story. It's what we gravitate towards, and and rightfully so. I mean, that is the the big part, or a big part of the story. And clearly, the woman was desperate for this miracle in her life, but her need wasn't just for the physical healing. You think about what this disease had done to her. She was isolated, and alone and living by herself, marginalized on the, on the edges of society. She was, for all intents and purposes, an invisible person to most of those around her, to the society and culture around her. She was supposed to remain untouched and hidden and separate from social and religious society. And what Jesus did with his simple words of blessing was every bit as important as his power to physically heal this woman. Jesus's words of blessing gave this woman her life with others back to her, her life in community back to her. And I think he did it in front of others, at least in part, so that his affirmation of her faith and his pronouncement of her freedom from her condition were undeniable. And those who witnessed Jesus' affirmation and heard these words connected themselves with the synagogue and and, and Jairus, its leader, who's, again, as I said, his story of faith and of his daughter's healing surrounds this woman's story. And Jesus' simple words of blessing to this woman became a bridge for Jairus to have faith in Jesus to do the impossible. And those around him to have faith in Jesus to do the impossible with his little girl to raise her from the dead, which Jesus ends up doing. You know, we live in in a Christian culture of and I don't want to paint this picture of everybody, but just overall this this Christian culture of isolated and easy believism, which is, you know, more this quick and and simple mental assent to some words of Jesus or the morality of Jesus, or even I, I like the fact that someday if I, if I align myself with Jesus, maybe I'll go to heaven and I won't have to worry about the, the negative repercussions. That. We, we, we like that easy believism, but in no way, shape, or form is that the faith that we find throughout the pages of Scripture, and especially that we find Jesus and his early disciples describing. But rather, to follow Jesus means that we we see Him as both our Lord and our teacher. We obey Him because He is Lord. We trust that when uh, that what Jesus did in His death and His burial and resurrection saves us. We we turn our lives around and re- reorient them, our lives, reorient our lives to obey Him and and to live for Him. That's what it means to follow Jesus—not simply some um, some affirmation of. Yeah, of Jesus and and that he was a good man, but to truly follow after him and obey him as Lord and Savior. That's what it means to follow after Jesus as a disciple. We we trust that as we believe Jesus, he will heal what is broken about us, not just our physical problems, but our need for integration into life of, of faith and relationship and influence with others. We don't know what would have happened with this woman had she not owned up to her actions and submitted herself to Jesus. We do know, however, that because she did come and offer herself to the Lord, He saved her in every way possible. In every way, a person can be saved—physically, spiritually, emotionally, socially. You know, as we look at Jesus and His actions, I think we're reminded that to follow Him is is not. It's not like following someone on Facebook or Instagram or or, or Twitter. You know, it's not this, well, you know, I, I like what you have to say just and leaving it simply there. Following Jesus means to trust his sacrifice to save us we reorient our lives to follow him we confess him as lord before others we participate with jesus in his death and burial and resurrection through baptism and we are added to a group of believers we don't do it solo this is not a a one-man band or one woman band we we are added to a group of believers with whom we share life with and grow together and hold each other accountable as we follow jesus together believing in jesus means to trust him as Lord to save us in every way a person can be saved. That means following him. It means learning from him. It means doing what he says builds and brings the kingdom of God into our world right here and now. Jesus's words of affirmation to this woman were simple and yet full of grace. And these words were given to her because she knew that her faith was not real belief until she acted on them and placed her life, and her future, completely in the hands of her Savior and her Lord. And our faith should be no less. We have a Lord who longs to save us in every way a person can be saved. So just like that woman, may we come and fall at his feet in faith, trusting him to do what only he can do. And that's a faith that truly believes. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.